What is going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Media Captain Podcast, podcast number 27. Let's go. This is Stephanie Parks. And Jason Parks. So we got an amazing review for our podcast the other day, and I wanted to share it because I was like super excited about it and proud of it. So here we go. Awesome, high quality, and unique is the title. Listening to these two have been both entertaining and eye-opening. They give both local to national wide advice in regards to digital media marketing. It's far more complex topics than I expected when I tried jumping into it myself. Yet, they have broken it down piece by piece with real-life current examples from their own businesses. What up? Five stars. Let's go. Come on, guys. Give us some reviews. Show us the love. And, like, you'll just really make my week. But nobody will show us as much love as our parents who they were on vacation in Arizona and they went from Phoenix to Flagstaff and our mom texted us saying that <laughs> both her, her and my dad listened, our dad listened to three of our episodes on the way to Sedona and three episodes on the way back. So you might think you're a fan of the Media Captain podcast. But Robin and Alan Parks, nobody beats you guys. Well, really, Robin, because let's face it, she's already listened to all six of those episodes, and she listened to them a second time, and she does something else really cool. She calls it The Pod, which is amazing. I don't think she knows that the name is actually a podcast, so she just says, love The Pod, and that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what she calls it. I think so. that's a better name, though. It's solid. You gotta, you gotta have confidence to call it the pod you're starting trends so anyway moral of the story is leave us some reviews we'd really appreciate it it'll make us feel great about ourselves it'll make other people find us and help them as well so you're just you're doing good for everybody if you leave us a review it honestly makes our day when we get a good review your day i've been reading this review all week long (laughs) all right episode 27 excited to dive into this we're going to talk about how to build a brand from scratch uh I think we're pretty good authoritative uh, experts on this just because we have built um, the Media Captain, we have built Derm Warehouse, and we are now in the process of building our own private label uh, called Park Perfection. Um, And we are going to go through just because Park Perfection. Wait, hold up. This is big news that we're announcing right now. Derm Warehouse, the Media Captain, but the Parks family, we are launching our own skincare line. I think, you know, I think we just have to take a moment to. So essentially, Think about that. so essentially, we have how many how many uh, products do we have on Derm Warehouse? A thousand, so, over a thousand. So we have thousands of products on Derm Warehouse. They're all from manufacturers. When you sell from manufacturers, your <laughs> your your margins are ours are around like forty five to fifty five percent, and you're handcuffed in some regards. So the beauty of having your own brand, your margins are better. You're running the show. You're not restricted. If the product isn't selling at a certain price point, you could be flexible. You could go on Amazon. So we're fired up to release the. Really, I don't even know. I was gonna say cufflinks, but release the hand, <laughs> release the handcuffs. <laughs> so let me tell you how the idea even got started for for starting our own line. I had no idea whatsoever how to do it, um, but. When it first came up is Jason and I, we were really excited to get Derm Warehouse on Amazon. And I'm sure we've talked about this before, but it literally took eight months for us to get through the approval process on Amazon. And we thought that we were going to be like billionaires immediately. All of a sudden, Jason was like, let's go. We're going to do it. We're going to kill it on Amazon. And meanwhile, eight months later, we get on Amazon. We're celebrating and like we're hearing crickets. 
from Amazon. Yeah. And we, this is probably the, the one thing in Durham Warehouse that we thought was going to be huge and really disappointed us. And now that I look back on it, the reasoning behind it makes a lot of sense. So, so yeah, what is the reason that we failed <laughs> on Amazon? Because I think people want to know. Yes. So the reason that Amazon was not successful for, for us as a reseller of skincare products is because skincare and the brands that we work with it's very strict and we have no control over the pricing if the brand says we have to sell a product for a hundred dollars we have to sell it for a hundred dollars we can't sell it for 99.99 we can't sell it for a hundred and five dollars it's we are handcuffed yeah they are the law and they are patrolling amazon and if you know let's say they change their prices and and product x goes up a dollar and we forget to change it they're coming after us and they're saying hey you know get with the program it's like communism so there is um there stephanie did not (laughs) stephanie did not like that joke (laughs) you can't see the the facial reactions that jason gets with some of my comments but that was a flop um so so i now i lost my train of thought so in this case we are an authorized seller of the brands we have great relationships with all the brands that we work with and in this case we are we have to set our prices at the product at the at what they tell us but there are a lot of unauthorized sellers especially on amazon so you have to be careful who you're shopping with but you know if if another company is selling a product that costs a hundred dollars for fifty dollars well first of all there's probably a reason that they're selling it for half price but they are unauthorized and even if we're selling it at a hundred dollars and they're selling it at 99.99 they're going to win the buy box and our product won't gain any traction on amazon nobody will see it on amazon not only that but on amazon you have the brand selling the products themselves and so they're, you know, and a lot of times the most authoritative and they have the, the buy box also. So we just faced a lot of uphill battles on Amazon. And that's kind of when it hit us where we're like, hey, we got to pivot. What's next? Well, here's the craziest thing is that on Amazon, if you don't have the lowest price, you can if, you, if you're not in the buy box, you cannot even advertise. You can't they will not take your money to 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 promote your products. It's crazy. Anyway, so this happened and we were like, what the heck? this is insane and this is kind of when the light bulb went off in our head it probably was jason first that was like i this is crazy light bulb we need our own brand because we need to have control we need to diversify and for us we have no idea what's going to happen in five years or ten years maybe the only place people are buying skincare is on Amazon, and well, we wanted to be there. Especially because, I mean, the trend with all of these brands, even the clients on the media captain side, I mean, you just see everybody that wants to go direct to consumer to the point where these brands that have established relationships with manufacturers, they're creating new business names, selling the same product just so they could go D to C, you know, versus having the manufacturers find out. So we're trying to diversify ourselves here. And really between that and what happened on Amazon, that's how Park Perfection, uh, the idea at least, you know, started coming about. So that's kind of the story. You know our Durham Warehouse story. So we have the skincare background and this seemed like a natural fit for us. We actually got pretty lucky because at the time that we were thinking about doing this, I had, um, there was a woman that I worked with for, with one of our brands. She had developed her own product. I loved the product and she decided for whatever reasons that, you know, she was thinking of, of selling it and we decided that we were going to take it over. We decided that we were going to buy it. So that we went through that process and we decided we were going to completely rebrand 
you know, we, we, we wanted to do our own thing. We wanted, obviously, we wanted to have Park in our name. Well, you know? so before going into, like, the, the name of the brand or anything like that, I think so, I mean, they have a little bit of a backstory. Really quick, just explain what the product is so people understand and why you fell in love with it. Because what we see on the agency side, look, we run a shit ton of e-commerce campaigns, and it's amazing how many fail. And, you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of times it's just because the product isn't good. So um, that's step one. Make sure you have a good product. Make sure it's something that people like and just walk. Uh, walk and think it. about it. If it's something that you wouldn't use and you wouldn't spend, you know, five or ten or a hundred dollars on or a thousand dollars on, then nobody else is going to either. And I always tell people before you invest the money in building an e-commerce website, hiring a marketing agency, um, you know, spending a lot of money on, on Facebook and Google ads, Take the product you want to sell, actually s try and sell it. So many people forget about that core component. Go to a flea market. Um, go to a mall. I mean, like, and don't ask your parents because our mom would buy anything from us, so that's not going to be a true gauge on the actual marketplace and see whether or not people would actually buy it. So with this uh, line that we you know, developed, and Stephanie will get into that, we knew it worked and we knew that people liked it. So the product, we're calling it Instant Eye Lift, and that's exactly what it does. Within 60 seconds, you will see the entire area around your eyes just tighten and lift. It gets rid of puffiness. It gets rid of lines and wrinkles. And the first time that I tried it, and this was this was way before the thought of this being our own product ever came into my head, I, I put it on, I looked in the mirror, and 60 seconds later, I was just like, holy shit. And, you know, apologies for my language, but that's actually what I said out loud by myself in front of my mirror. And I have tried hundreds of products and no product has ever made me have that reaction. That's what I say when I just look in the mirror without any... <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> that was a good one. Re really quick. I like... Uh, it's funny because just because, you know, we I, I run the e-commerce store for Durham Warehouse. So many people ask me, like my wife's friends and just random people ask me like for product recommendations. I'm like, guys, I do not know anything. Just go to Stephanie on that. That's it. I mean, at least you, at least you don't try to BS them and you just send no. them straight to the source. So, so anyway, this product, it's amazing. And not only does it work instantly, it also works in the long term. It has um, ingredients in it that will improve the area around your eyes over time. But the fact that it works instantly is pretty remarkable. There are not that many products out there like it. So we knew we'd be able to sell it because as soon as somebody tries this, as soon as someone gets a sample of it and put it, puts it on their eyes, like they're, they're wowed. And okay, so that's the background of the product. We don't need to go too much into detail, but it works. People love it. And so then the next thing is people always say, they say for the media captain, for Durham Warehouse, for Park Perfection, how did you come up with the names? Well, we always go for memorable names. We, we do. We want people to obviously remember the names, and that's pretty self-explanatory. But a trick that Stephanie and I have is that we set a timer on our cell phone for 30 minutes and we did this for Park Perfection. It was right before the Media Captain's Holiday 30 Party. 30 minutes. Try 10 minutes. Well, we set it for 30 minutes, and we see all the names that we can come up with. But don't overthink it. Just get with another person that, um, you know, who you think is creative and will bring a lot to the table. And just start shouting out names, writing it down, and you'll, you'll start to see. You'll come up with ideas. But you need to be in that mindset. I won't lie. This tactic always makes me really nervous, and I get, like, really stressed out when Jason's like, okay, we have five minutes. Ready? Go. I don't think I've ever, on, e on any three of the brand names, I think... 
within uh, within a half hour we had it. But everybody's different on that. But when, obviously, you want to establish the name. The name is not going to make or break your business. Um, so do not spend, do not hire a creative agency and spend ten thousand dollars coming up with a name. You can find some clever friends and, and acquaintances to, to and make do sure that. you're you're on GoDaddy and you're seeing if you can you know get a domain name with that name. Otherwise, you're going to spend all this time thinking of something that is is not possible. Yeah, for we you. we had a client one time who. Uh, wanted to rebrand, and so they picked a name. They redir- uh, they redirected their website. They did a lot of SEO work behind it, and it ended up that the name of their company was a very popular Nike shoe. So anytime you did a search, the Nike shoe would come up. And I was like, "How the hell did you not do a Google search for that brand name?" Oh, that so ma- so make sure to do a Google search and make sure to go to GoDaddy. But when people think branding, and they're just like, "Oh, the the name of the company," there's so much more. To it, so Steph, go into um, just kind of like how you went about with the color scheme, with the logo, and everything like that. So we have a great designer at the Media Captain, and what I wanted to do for the for the logo and the color scheme is obviously work with her. But my vision was that I wanted it to look somewhat similar to the colors of Durham Warehouse. Like I wanted there to be some kind of connection between the two. Um, and something else that was important to me was that it was not very feminine. It's it's a product that can be used by both men and women. So while I wanted it to look elegant and I wanted it to look more upscale, I didn't want it to look too feminine that it would scare men away. So uh, Jason, our, our designer put together a bunch of different color schemes for me and a bunch of different logos for me and then I chose the one that I liked the best with those with those um, different things in mind and, and by the way our designer to come up with a logo and she's done it for she's amazing she, she's great and she's done it for so many different brands it, I mean, she's able to get these done in I think there were five different color variations there were and- there were 13 pages of color variations. 13 pages of color variations. The whole process didn't take her more than seven hours, five to seven hours to do. So I've heard of people going through the creative process and spending over $10,000 on that. Um, Don't do that. Don't don't do that. But don't go to Fiverr because you're going to be dealing with somebody in India. And I mean, no offense to India, but like you're just going to be dealing with somebody who doesn't necessarily like you need to tell them the vision for the brand and be able to have a nice conversation with them beforehand so they can implement things like Stephanie was saying of we want to not make it feminine. We want to have the same color scheme and um, you know having that sort of fluid communication is important. And at the same time you should go in with a vision. You know you should go in with certain things that you want and certain expectations that you have because if you just say to, to a designer you know create a logo for me that's going to be really hard for them to do something that but, makes you happy but, but if you don't have that vision that's where like an agency comes into play because yes. an agency would ask questions hey what's your favorite color is this more of a, a male versus female product and whatnot to kind of discover that so anyway you have the name um you know we made sure that it was available on godaddy park perfection obviously parks is our last name our dad's a dermatologist and it all tied in and park perfection perform perfection resembles elegance so that's how we came up with and people want their skin to be perfect to be perfect and then obviously we saw different logos and stephanie went back and forth with the designer and then she had the logo and the um color scheme selected so next up was picking out all of the packaging and this included the bottle this included the boxes and this included the samples and we were very lucky in that the woman who originally created the product she's gone through this process before and she's worked with other people and she had 
connections that she was able to provide us with to help us but it was a matter of of finding what we wanted so i knew that i knew the size that i wanted the bottle to be and we had a manufacturer send us samples in the mail so i could see them in person and i picked you know i i narrowed it down to two well and and even when you showed the bottles i took a picture of two of the bottles and posted it on linkedin and asked for people's opinion yeah and i posted on instagram stories yeah because it's really interesting to get other people's perspective on it and i'd say just that general public polling type of thing yeah it it was really helpful i got a lot of great feedback about why people liked certain ones and that's ultimately once i narrowed it down how i ended up making the decision um, the box, you know, once you pick the bottle, then you then you get a box that that custom fits the bottle. Um, and and our designer, she designed. We got the dye lines for those, and she put all of the designs together. I put I, but I laid everything out for her. You know, I I, I told her exactly what I wanted it to look like. I told her exactly what. Um, content I wanted to be on there, and then she was able to put that together. And I think that that's such an important point of this podcast that I want to just bring to everybody's attention. Stephanie is the a, a partner and owner of this business. She's proactive. She knows the business inside out, and she's providing all of this information to our designer, right? And so many people, when they go with an agency, they just like, I I mean, they sign a contract and they just think that everything's magically going to fall into their lap. And you need to, you need to be proactive in providing content by, you know, making sure like, well, not only that, but why wouldn't you want to, I wouldn't want anybody else to put together the wording that's going to be on my products box or on my website well, it, i would i would not but, i mean but, but, no but one's gonna do so, it better than some me. people just aren't creative and they can't move fast but the difference is there's a lot of industries that we run into yes. where we don't have knowledge on the right. industry so and they're relying on the agency to do that but really if it's not you there has to be somebody else within your company that's gonna you know write the that, that could provide the content or what we do in a lot of instances is we have one of our content specialists schedule a call where we ask them and interview them record it over the phone transcribe it to get it but owning an agency i would say if you say jason what's the biggest shock um i, I won't get into all client stories but what the, one of the biggest shocks is how clients are not proactive in providing copy and providing imagery and how you have to just knock on their door constantly to remind them. Um, I remember when I built the first media captain site in 2010, the developer I was dealing with, literally I signed the contract and that weekend, I had every page on the website like written out. It was second, it was easy for me, but what I've learned is it's not easy for a lot of people, but things can move a lot quicker if you are feeding that. Yep, that's true. Um, okay, so the bottle, the box, and then we did the samples. And the challenge for us with that was I wanted the samples to be a very specific size. So we had to go to a couple of companies, but I knew exactly what I wanted. Um, I was pretty fortunate in that I've literally seen and held and gotten thousands and thousands of different samples and different products. So I was able to use those kind of as a reference to, to get what I wanted. But and, and, and I think what a lot of people also don't, realizes like i mean we've never done packaging before you know and so a lot of things like as you're building a brand and building a business like you just 
kind of have to learn on the fly. And fortunately, when we acquired this company, I mean, part of the reason for the acquisition was based off of the industry connections that she had and us knowing that we'd be able to utilize her for that. So, you know, just be taking that into consideration when, when building a brand also. And another thing that we didn't mention in here was actually getting the product created. You know, she had developed the formula with a lab that she worked with, but that was a that was a huge, very important part. You know, I flew out to LA and I, I went and I saw the lab and I met with them and I talked to them about it. So that was a big component of it as well. Um, but once we got all of the packing packaging set up, the next step was trying to start, you know, getting our our images together, our website together, and basically everything that we were going to be showing to the world. So first we we worked on product photography. We found a local product photographer who was referred to us by one of Jason's employees who's amazing. She sent us her portfolio. We loved her work. I gave her the bottle. I gave her the box, and she just went to town. Um, we're also going to be doing a light lifestyle shoot with her, which we haven't yet done, but that's in the process of being scheduled. We're in the process right now of building the website. And, and, and just be thinking of this. So all of these steps when building a brand, you have to – schedule a photo shoot just for product photography. You have to schedule a photo shoot for lifestyle. What lifestyle is is people, you know, just out and about with almost... It's like the, the pictures that you would see on Instagram. Right, yeah, with, with like actual people in it. So all of these are just like different steps in the process and there's a, obviously like a lot to it. A lot to it. And, and, and for the website, I mean, you know, we've, I, I, I've recommended it before, but WooCommerce is our platform of choice. We're building this in WooCommerce. Um, but, you know, for if you're starting a brand and you just have a couple of e-commerce products, Shopify, BigCommerce, those are definitely uh, suitable. And then, you know, and these, a lot of these things were done simultaneously, but I, we set up an Amazon account and again, we have to get approval for that. So literally today I just got a document that I need from the lab because the product's finally made that I need to submit to Amazon. So we'll let you know when we get approval. It'll be super exciting for us. Yeah. Um, and, and now we're at the point where Steph, you just sent me a text yesterday and it was the products actually being made in the lab. Oh my so, God, it's so cool. So now it's like there's... We're two weeks out and probably two weeks out from getting the product and we're coming up with obviously the marketing strategy of, you know, we have a very, we might do a whole podcast on this of what our strategy is on influencers and just a... a and, and that's next is the, all the PR stuff yeah, and the, all the marketing stuff. And, and all the marketing stuff, but we're finally at that point because we've built up the, uh, we've built up the brand. Yeah. We built up the brand, but what's crazy is nobody even knows about nobody, it Nobody, not so a the, single person. So, so, so there's all of this work, and you guys are loyal podcast listeners, including our mom and dad. They are the only ones that Actually, really... I told the first person, the, a customer called into Durham Warehouse today, and I told them about it, and they were they were really excited. So I think I may have gotten our first customer. The first, the first customer. So that's that's how you i mean that that just gives you the mindset of how a of how a brand is built anything that was a lot i feel like we spoke really fast well and i think that might have been the longest like normally we're 20 minutes on the dot and sometimes we have to you know like uh do some bs to make it an extra one or two minutes but this one was just uh fluid and and look at this we're approaching 24 minutes unbelievable wow 
pat on the back to us. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. I, I like our twenty minutes because I always say it's it's perfect for a, a, a commute, commute. Uh, a one way commute, but um, or three trips to Sedona. Well, you guys are probably just like sitting in your parking lot at work right now, so we will let you go. But before you get out of your car, just leave a quick review for us for the Media Captain Podcast. Just you know, I'm sure you want to make our day and get our podcast out there to the world. So. Do us a favor, and, leave and, us a review, and guys, if, if buy, buy our new product. And, and, <laughs> and if there's anybody, um, if there's any of your friends, like in the marketing community and the business ownership community, that you think would gain value of this podcast, you know, next time you're at happy hour with them or just on the, you know, texting, send them a link to our podcast. They'll. Uh, They'll thank you at the end of the day. You may, you may think we're asking a lot of you right now, but hey, we gave you four extra minutes. It's true. And we can go in for the ask when we get four extra minutes. All right. Thanks, guys.